Video Game Pulse. Episode 288. Everybody, I am Millennium X17. And I'm Doc Katakita. And we have supervision. Yay! Injured supervision. Injured supervision. Yeah. At least there's some sort of supervision. So, how is everybody? Pretty good. So. I would imagine. I'm surviving as well. Yeah, you want to talk about that, Cass? <laughs> oh, I just uh, got up yesterday and my back went. That's not happened in a while to this extent. <laughs> Yeah, and you're uh, leaving for a vacation very soon, so good news all around. I have five days to get my back right. <laughs> I was told you were doing yoga in your sleep. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was going to say, that's what Dark God does. Yeah, I definitely don't do that. <laughs> all right, so you were breakdancing in your sleep. I was flat out on my back in my sleep, and I got up and could not stand up. My back was sore the night before, but not to the point of where I couldn't move. It's been a long time since I've had this uh, not being able to move very well issue. Mm, definitely good times all the way around. Yeah. Uh, so I did I did make it easy easier for a bit earlier. I poked a spot on the right side of the disc. I nearly shot through the ceiling and it eased it. <laughs> oh yes, that was fun. <laughs> definitely sounds it. I was going to say it's uh it's been 3 weeks since our last show. Yep. I had, uh, there wasn't much news last week, and I had overtime last week, so we just, you know, didn't do a show. So now we're doing it this week. It's been three weeks, and there still really isn't any yeah. news. Yeah, it's been pretty dry lately. You know, I've got a bunch of tabs up, mostly Flash. There's only one really big thing that happened, uh, and we'll get there. But uh, I don't really think there's much else going on for side notes, other than the fact that last show, when I did my rant on, uh, on the free speech issue thing again, uh, I was happy with it. Other than the fact that I was ready to stab myself when editing the show because <laughs> I said, like, here's the first thing or the first thing is, like, I said that, like, at least eight or nine times, I think, during the first <laughs> portion of the rant until I got going. The first thing, and oh, by the way, this is the first thing, and the first thing is, and just first thing I got to say, and it's like, <laughs> oh, my God. What? <laughs> I didn't realize it was going on like that. I was like, what in the world am I, is, am I wrong with me? If we were to sit here and let you have your rant. Yeah, if we were to sit here and list everything that was wrong with me, we'd be here for a very long time. <laughs> oh yeah, and there's also here's the thing. I also I also that a lot too as well. And details. Details is another one. I've got <laughs> a lot of a lot of catchphrases. I got a lot of verbal quirks that I just can't seem to get away from. Yeah. I I imagine uh I don't. I haven't said good times in forever. Remember that was like the first one that a lot that of people noticed like, lot years, people ago, on, yeah. years ago. Years ago. Uh, and then it was, uh, I, I forget, there's one that I've gone back to recently, 
and then there's this or something like that. I think yeah, there's, yeah. there's another one I've said. I've had a lot of them over the years. These verbal t- uh, like quirks that I just can't seem to get away from. Here's the thing. Yep. <laughs> That's it. Here's the thing. <laughs> yep, you do that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just call that a nickism. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's 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 insane to me because I don't realize I'm doing it on show when we're actually talking, but when I'm editing it, I pick up on it every single time. <laughs> and I'm editing a show. It's like. Oh my word, what in the world am I how? How did I miss this? Yeah, we should uh be like cinema sins and have like a little thing that goes off every time <laughs> you do something. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Yeah, so that's going on. Uh there's really like oh, first off, I don't have overtime this week, I don't have overtime next week. The week after that Hallelujah. I'd be, I know, it's amazing, it's a miracle. I would imagine the week after that, I'm like two weeks from now, when we're most likely gonna be having another show. There probably will be overtime, so there's that as well. But the uh, we're going to try to get in as much shows during the fall season as we can. Right now, we're not really playing all that many games. Uh, I have a lot of games on Gamefly that I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. to play. I meant to send back a game this morning, which is Prey. By the way, I'll just say that right now on the podcast, uh, I tried out the first little bit. We've talked about – I did a first look on it based on what I've the brief bit I've played and the uh, amount that we've seen – from Markiplier's yeah, playthrough Markiplier's on YouTube. Playthrough. However, given the fact that my experience with the game is that of watching someone play it on a, you know, I don't feel that it would be fair for us to review it. Mm-hmm. So, and that's yeah. the same reason why we haven't been able to do a review of the uh, Play Deads inside. Yeah, and that's also seen... why I haven't been able to do a review of, uh, fuck, I just have the name of it, Max and Chloe, Square Enix game. Uh, Life is Strange, that's the one. Yeah. I had it, and then I lost it. So it was, it I was, was like, uh, wait, what's yeah. it called? So yeah, Life is Strange is another one that I the, would the absolutely second... review, but I've only ever seen other people yeah. play it. So it's not really fair to give it a review when I really haven't officially played it. Today we're going to be doing a final review of a game that we have definitely played. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, one might say profusely. <laughs> a certain game that I see pop up every single day. Multiple times every single day. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> Anyone on my Steam list knows what we're talking about. The don't you, ha- don't you love it when Windows Update pops up in front of everything? Oh yeah, I've seen that too. It's getting annoying. Mm-hmm. It just did it. You know when it pops up in your face and doesn't let you click anything else? Yeah. At least it didn't cut Audacity off. It's what are you going to do? Before. So not only do, like, okay, first week I don't have overtime. It's like, great, I actually have a week to do stuff. And it's like, I've got, like, 5,000 things I need to be doing this week. And it's just like, <laughs> oh, my God. And we're behind. Like, tomorrow we have to, uh, I have to go to bed tonight and actually get up way early tomorrow just to run outside to throw stuff in the dumpster before Same, that goes away. Yeah. So there's that. And then uh, there's a oh, bunch yeah, of other stuff going on. we haven't talked about the dumpster. Yeah, we? the dumpster situation. There's, <laughs> the- no like there's only, like, four or five different outlets in town. And we went with one that was a good price. Uh Though it's, I don't know, it, they've got a little bit of sketch on them. They're weirdly vague with the details. Yeah, I ordered a 20-yard rollaway dumpster so we could get the trash pile away from here. That's outside, and uh, they showed up with a 40-yard dumpster. The guy just offhand comment, oh, yeah, we didn't have any 20s in, so we're just dropping a 40. It's like, okay, do we are we still limited to two tons? Is it Do we get the full, you know, four tons of the 40-yard dumpster? What's going on? 40 yard is huge. And is. secondly, they drag this thing out of like the ocean or something. <laughs> it does. It literally looks like you dragged it up from the depths below. It's There's like all the bars on it are all janky. It's all full of holes. It's all rusted rusty. to hell. <laughs> rusted to hell and back. Yeah, no. The wall is being held on by like good wishes and the rust that's still on the side of it. <laughs> yep. 
That doesn't sound good. <laughs> All it has to do is make it up onto the truck. As soon as it makes it on the truck, it's theirs. But the problem is, is that, I, I, like, again, how do we know what weight do we have in there? It's, I don't know. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, and then, of course, this week is uh, Hot Rod Drag Week, so I've been trying to watch that. I emphasize the try, not so much so that it's like day one was six and a half hours, day two was six hours, and six and a half hours yesterday. And oh yeah, I didn't even tell uh, Dark Eye here at all. Uh, today from Great uh, Lakes Dragway, it was uh, seven hours and seven minutes. Nice. So there's that. Problem is, is that day two they had audio issues where their microphones were blown out, so it just like you couldn't hear any of the audio. It was just it's like it was nasty. Uh, day three, it was better, but not really. But at the same time, the audio quality was better. But then it's like 40 minutes into the stream, the, 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 the audio and video glitched out on YouTube. Which, shocking, I know, things glitch out on YouTube. It's, but then it, the audio desyncs from the video by like a factor of two minutes. So you were hearing things as were happening, and then you would see it like two minutes later. <laughs> and uh, it, I just couldn't make it through. I skipped through day two, and I skipped around on day uh, three yesterday. It's been interesting. The racing's been great, but I just haven't been able to actually watch it because, you know, their live streams are sucking. But I'm going to try to watch, see what day four brought, and see where that goes. I don't think there's much else. No, I don't think so. Like I said, really low-key, We you know, ca- past couple of weeks, which I suppose is better than everything's on fire. <laughs> this is true. We're probably forgetting stuff, but uh, should we just move on? Probably. Yeah, just if it ha- actually happens to be a... Uh, show next week i definitely won't be here uh we will not be having a show next week given the fact we've been doing every other week just because there hasn't been a lot of news yeah and there still isn't a lot of news it's mm. kind of sh- this year for video games has been very weird it has we've said this before it's not the first podcast but this is a very weird year in the, in the realm of video games i don't know should we just move on to news probably off to the news we will be going All right, time for the news. Yay. We don't have that many tabs up, and it's because there really isn't a lot of news going on. No, um, not too much. I quickly grabbed a bunch of stuff between stuff that uh, Dark God and Kaz have sent me and uh, just a couple of things that I picked up myself. I probably missed a lot of the news over the last you know, three weeks or so, but then again, like I said, there's not really a lot of major stuff happening right now in the industry. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're it's, just going to... It's that lull before the fall season. Yeah, yeah, we'll see if it picks up, but we've been waiting for it to pick up for, like, what? like All year. All year. <laughs> Literally all year. We'll see how it works, shakes itself out. So vast majority of everything is Flash News, other than I think the last two tabs are it. So we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven Flash, and then two main-ish stories. And then I think, first thing first, Dark God, you said that there was a uh, Nintendo Direct last night or yeah, yesterday? Yeah, there was. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was good. a big Nintendo Direct last night. Yeah, it was about 40 minutes long. It was actually pretty good. It was really uh, tight, really concise, a lot of good info. Uh, there they was a up. lot of new releases being slated. Yeah, there was. Uh, they talked about new things coming to the 3DS, new things coming to the Switch. Uh, more info on Pokemon Ultra Sun and Moon, more info on Super Mario Odyssey, which, by the way, that game looks really awesome, and I really want that game. So now you got two games, two Mario games that are going to gravitate you to the Switch. Oh, I've got a few games on Switch, Switch that I want to play now. The problem <laughs> is I want an Xbox One X as well. Hmm, <laughs> search so your it's feelings. decisions of, do I pay more and get a 4K console and then even more to get the 4K TV to go with it, or do I just say screw it and get the Switch? <laughs> Or do you open up your pocketbook and cry? 
that thing. Well, next purchase will definitely be a 4K TV because I'm currently using a 15-year-old TV with one HDMI port. Awesome. Yeah, because my other 40-inch TV broke. Yeah, I think the uh, the biggest thing that I took away from the Nintendo Direct was Square Enix's new RPG that's coming out called uh, Project Octopath Traveler. Which I think we've seen that before. I don't know if it was this E3, but I think it might have been last E3. I can't honestly remember, but we've definitely seen a teaser for that before. Yeah, it's going to be, I believe they said Switch exclusive for at least uh, a little while. I don't know if that's going to be permanent or not, but uh, Switch exclusive, new RPG. This game looks fascinating and this game looks like it's going to be really really interesting yeah from what you were telling me i wasn't watching the uh yeah. thing last night because i couldn't be bothered watching mm-hmm. it so she was giving me the live stream of it yeah but uh yeah that game looks really really cool so i definitely want to try that out whenever i happen to pick up a switch because now there's like you know there's mario and rabbits there's super mario odyssey splatoon 2 uh octopath traveler uh, Mario Kart 8. Like, there's actually a lot of things I really want to play on the yeah, Switch. It definitely, it definitely seems like the Switch has way more momentum than the Wii U ever did. It does. It definitely, definitely seems like it's got a lot of backing support this time. Yeah. Th- uh, I think the biggest problem with the Wii U, again, the console itself, even when you get past the gimmicks of the Wii U, the biggest problem was that it was called the Wii U. Exactly, yeah. We've talked about this before. The na- the, the for how long did people think that it was just a tablet, a expans- tablet for the Wii. expansion for the Wii? Exactly. That name was terrible, and that yeah. definitely didn't help the situation. And then what further weakened the console was the gimmicky nature of the actual tablet itself. Mm-hmm. And it worked great for, like, a Mario, uh, what the, was it? Uh, Mario Maker. Mario Maker. Uh, but other than that, it was just kind of, I don't know, the controller didn't really work out well. Cause, like, I think yeah. when we were playing, especially for when we did a playthrough of or did, did, did a bit of a Let's Play for the, with a lot of multiplayer stuff with Mario Maker, we were using the Pro Controller. Where mm-hmm. we, yeah, we yeah. used the Pro Controller to play it. Yeah, when same thing with uh, Breath of the Wild. I used the Pro Controller for that, except for the like four or five different motion-based puzzles, and those I just ended up abandoning because they didn't work. <laughs> so, yeah. But, uh, yeah, the Switch definitely has a really solid lineup. I'm actually really seriously considering looking into saving up for one because there's a lot of good stuff that's coming out for it. It looks like there's going to be even more good stuff coming out for it in the future. Mm, So that is definitely a really good sign. I'm really happy that this is working out a lot better than the Wii U ever did. Like, even now you can tell it's working out a lot better than the Wii U ever did. The Wii U was definitely dead on arrival. It was, absolutely. You know, there's that. Now moving on to the actual, we got some uh, news coming up here. Uh, the Last of Us Uncharted 4 co-director Bruce Straley has left Naughty Dog. Yes. After yeah, uh, I read the statement and it, I thought, what a shame. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he's moving on. I'm definitely glad you got that article. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so there's that. Uh, not much else to say there. Moving on, there is. Uh, okay, this is a claim. I'll believe it when I see it. I'll believe it when I see Uh-oh. it. Uh, Nintendo is claiming to dramatically increase production of the SNES Classic minis. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. Did you notice the footnote on that article? No. They're reproducing the NES Mini as well. Yeah, I also saw that as well. Yeah, <laughs> they're uh, they're going to bring the, the NES Mini back for uh, 2018. As a matter of fact, it's the next Summer. tab. is. Yeah. Summer 2018 is I the, uh, the NES really Classic really is returning. I get a hold of one of these, if only for Kirby's Dream Course. That was on the SNES. Yeah, mini, the SNES it? Classic. Okay, the NES Classic is returning summer 2018, 
and the SNES Classic is also going to be. Uh, they're going to extend the uh, the ship time for that as well. Yeah, which is good. Going into twenty eighteen. Yeah. Yeah, the SNES Classic. I really, really want to get a hold of one because Kirby's Dream Course. Yeah, as I well as get a hold of one as Definitely well. Kirby's Dream Course. The only yeah. fact that it'll cost me a lot less to get that and all those games than it will to buy it the actual console and each cartridge. Yeah. Mm. The SNES was a great console. It was. It was a fantastic console. Yep. Uh, not much else to really said about that other than then, first off, for it to continue and bring the old one back, increase production. If it's true, good. Yep. Moving on, Toys R Us is uh, in, in in deep waters, potential bankruptcy filing coming. Oh, dear. Because apparently they are $5 billion in debt. Awesome. Uh, that ain't with, good. With uh, currently owes five billion dollars, four hundred million of which is due by next year. Oh dear. Shit. Uh, so so a, a retailer that we didn't exactly think about, that not a lot of people think about, but yeah, they're uh, they might they be the next one. They sell consoles. They sell. I've been there. We've bought consoles oh, and yeah, games we have from a there before. Toys R Us in our area. I got my original Game Boy Pocket from Toys R Us back in nineteen ninety nine. And a lot uh, when a lot of places are out of stock. That's the place I go to see yep, because exactly. not many people think yep. to go there. Mm-hmm. When we got our Wii, that's where I bought it from because yep. that was the only place in town that had it in stock. Same thing with the Xbox One. Remember how I yeah, pre-ordered my PS4 One. and then it was like a week later. I was thinking, yeah, why not? I guess I'll just get the Xbox One as well. I went to Toys R Us. They had them there. Exactly. So I was able to pick it up like a week after you know the launch of the Xbox One. Yep. Whereas everywhere else was out of stock for quite some time. So it's actually very concerning. You know, obviously mm-hmm. GameStop is a retailer that's going out. Uh, it's, they're, they're, on, they're on the clock. It's, uh, <laughs> it's winding down. Toys R Us might not be too far behind, unfortunately. Yeah, that would be really sad if they went under. Mm, yeah. What scares me, though, is that I don't know how many years down the line it'll be. My, uh, 20 years, 30 years, 50, I don't know. But eventually it's only going to be Walmart and Amazon. Yep. <laughs> Think about that. That's not a good place to be. Oh, and Target as well. Well, yeah, like I said, it's the Kmart's going down. Target is slipping as well. Uh, that ain't good. Again, the only two retailers that are ever doing anything and staying relevant are Amazon and Walmart. Those that are the only true, two that will yeah. be left. Well, so, don't forget, Walmart have a big subsidiary in the UK as well, so they're mm. getting money from us. Yeah, so it's again, it's the uh, target is actually quite small when compared to Walmart. That is, I don't true. think people that a lot of realize. And then like Sears is slipping, JCPenney, a lot of these other outlet stores are slipping. Uh, there's not a lot of retail stores that are going to be able to stay afloat. I think Target will probably make a hell of a go at it, but I don't know if they're going to be able to keep up with mm-hmm. Amazon and Walmart. But Amazon and Walmart will be the only two left, which that's not a good thing. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how it shakes out, but yeah, with this potential bankruptcy filing from Toys R Us, that's not a good thing. It's kind of shocking, really. That's really really bad. Mm. I mean, Toys R Us is a worldwide brand. I mean, how many years have they been going for? A long while. Very long time. I still remember the old Toys R Us ads when I was about five. Mm -hmm. Yep. So we're going to have to keep our eye on this and see how this shakes out. Don't believe there's much else to really be said about it. Mm-hmm. All right, next up, Stardew Valley publisher of uh, Chucklefish is teasing their next new project. 
It is going yeah, to be. Yeah, they uh, still have not got multiplayer out for Stardew. There's <laughs> no start, no multiplayer for Stardew yet. But apparently, they're claiming their next new project is going to be Stardew Valley meets Harry Potter. <laughs> could be interesting. It could be. I'll give it a shot. Just for the note, it's not developed by uh, Chucklefish. It's Stardew Valley is not developed by Ch- yeah, it's, Chucklefish. Uh, Concerned Ape is the guy's mm. name, I believe. Yeah, which is why Stardew Valley development is going as slow as it is, is because it's just one, one guy, guy, or yeah. is it up I to two or three it, I now? I think there's a few now. Are I think there might be a couple. Exactly under his rule. Exactly, yeah, that yeah. sort of thing. It's like there might be three or four people now, but mm. it's uh, not it's a lot. Very of, small. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, that's interesting. Coming up, moving on. There's something that Dark God might want to talk about. Yes. Oh my God, I'm so stoked for this. I knew you were going to be doing backflips the moment I saw this on oh, Twitter. Oh, is this the yes. one that I posted to you that you squealed at? So, Okami HD yeah. has been announced for PS4, Xbox One, and PC coming December 12th. In oh, Europe and America. You better believe I'm going to be getting this day one, no question. The real question is, though, on what platform? I don't know. The first time I saw that Okami HD was going to be coming out, they only said PS4. And I was like, okay, that'll be awesome. But now I'm really torn. I'm like, do I want it on PS4 or do I want it on PC? I don't know. <laughs> I'm probably going to get it on PC purely for the fact that your Steam library lasts pretty much forever. That PS4s is true. do I not. Am, <laughs> I am leaning towards PC as well, if only because of the fact that then I won't have to fight with mom over the TV. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, that's one of the reason I'm more leaning towards PC is that I can just play it for hours on end and not have to worry about, you know, somebody coming in and saying, Oh, when are you gonna save? When are you gonna save? Are you getting off soon? When oh you, when, when's your next save point? She dri- she even drives me nuts with that when we're on a video call. <laughs> yep. So yeah, that is why I am actually leaning more towards PC than uh, PS4. That and like has as you know, Steam games are like once you get them they're there forever. Yeah, it's just a matter of, you know, when you log into a new computer, you got to do that whole oh, God, jiggery so with annoying. Steam. Oh, no, we don't recognize this computer, even though you've logged in to this computer before I in the past. No <laughs> Every time, it's like between this computer we record on, I've logged in on Steam in here. Oh, we don't recognize this computer. We need to do a code. we got to send your email. I have yeah. no issue because I have uh, my phone link to Steam, not via the Steam app, just for the text messages. So I get a code and I'm in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that too, but still, it's like, do I really need to give you a code every single time? It's oh, like it if I, fu- if it it's a fuss with me, it always with me every always, single time. Every when I time, log in on yep. here, I got to do it again here, and then when I log back into my gaming computer, I got to do it again there. Yep. It's like seriously That's really weird because I can literally log in on here and log in on my old Asus laptop at the same time with no yeah. issue. They have always given us a really hard time with that. Kind of annoying, yeah, really. It it gets I've a never had an issue faff. at all. It's we- that is weird because it works on my Asus and it works on here. I can be logged in on both. Mm. Mm. But uh, yes, Okami HD, December twelfth. Get hype! Oh my god, I'm so excited for this. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably gonna drop a pre-order down for it if I've got the funds to. Yeah, same. Definitely. Unfortunately, I have to buy us a new TV, like I said. Since there is they, no TV repair people in this area. According to this article, they have not yet set any pricing for this yet, though. No, not yet. If 40 bucks. If I a guess, it'll be around the 30 mark. 30 to 40, 30 yeah, to 40. I was guessing. I think it'll be around the 30 pound mark, probably reduced to like 27 or something on Amazon, like Crash mm-hmm. Insane. Yeah. Mm. 
So yeah, there's something for Dark Guy to get excited over. Oh yeah, I love Okami. Okami is like one of the best games ever, in my opinion. Good times. The uh, moving on. Next up, Atlas has been teasing. They teased it on a live stream, but they've also been teasing it on uh, Twitter as well. Yep. Uh, but they've been talking about words been going around that they're look. Uh, they've been teasing Catherine, a new Catherine game. That would be interesting. I wouldn't be against it. I would not be against it. Catherine was a great uh, puzzle platformer. It was. It was unique. It was very it was unique. definitely different. And Catherine's also the game that has the amazing ass monster. The ass monster. <laughs> that thing was legendary. There's the ass monster. Then there's the the baby monster with the tongue. Yeah. Very interesting and unique. Different. Very different. And it's also the one yeah. that I've done uh, the biggest screw up I've ever done with, you know, me uploading videos to YouTube. Oh, yeah. I actually. Now all I can think of is the penis monster on Persona 5. Yeah, there's that too. <laughs> oh, Mara. The uh, they got a thing with, uh, they have issues over at Atlas. Let's just be honest, they've got issues. Yeah, they definitely do. And they're not afraid to share those issues with the world. It's so true. But no, Catherine, I've got a playthrough of it. It's like half finished. I actually finished the game and then was going for all eight endings, and I had five of them, and I had to replay a section to uh, like go back mid-game and do a couple of different things in order to get the other three endings or something like that, and I was on my way. It was already done. I just was editing parts, and at some point, I deleted all the footage off of my computer without realizing it, <laughs> and I'm like, uh, uh, gone. All the yeah. footage that I had already finished was gone. Yep. That one hurt. That one actually know, hurt. That one bothers me to this day because it's like, so that's where I came up with the rule. It's like I don't delete any footage until I'm done editing it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Catherine was definitely a great game. If you haven't seen footage of it, definitely look it up on YouTube. Very, very unique puzzle platformer. I definitely liked the uh, the challenge in it where you had to build your own staircase out of blocks that uh, and you could go multiple different ways. Yeah. And you had to try to build your way up to a door at the top of the uh, arena. And it was really challenging. It was really tense during boss yeah, battles. Yeah, it was. Because, you know, boss battles, like, you had to do that while being chased by something huge. So there were some real, real tense moments in that one. But it worked, though. It was it good. It did. It worked. It was really, really good. Very much so. I don't think there's much else to really be said about that. No, not really. We'll have to wait and see if uh, we get more info on it. Definitely. Alrighty then. Moving on, I just happened to grab this article at random. There's not anything specific about this article in particular that I was going to be talking about. But just uh, in the last three weeks, the uh, the uh, YouTube uh, adpocalypse has gone into overdrive. Yep. And uh, a lot of people have been getting uh, nicked and bashed for inconsistent means. Yeah. Again, there's certain people like that I've been following that... Uh, some videos for the, of them that are not getting demonetized. Uh, many a true nerd has actually tweeted this out. You can check his Twitter about it. He said that all his videos on Turok, where you're shooting guys in the face and their heads burst and you know into blood and blood squirts out of their neck and what have you, not demonetized. But uh, a bunch of his cooking vlogs got demonetized. <laughs> right. You tell me. It's inconsistent. It's poorly implemented, as always with YouTube. Yeah, a lot of uh, people I follow have been talking about it as well. Like, uh, 8-Bit Ryan, I know, has been struggling a lot lately because he keeps getting, like, random things demonetized, and he's starting to really feel it, where I'm not sure if he's going to be going on Patreon or if he's going to be doing something else. I know he's been taking a lot of sponsors lately just to try to, you know, keep it going, but... 
It's definitely a really bad situation. Uh, YouTube is killing their own platform right now at this point. Oh, yeah. Uh, between any, you know, tinfoil hat conspiracy of them wanting to, you know, get rid of all the, uh, you know, conservative voices on the platform or all the way to the just they're trying to do the right thing, but they just don't know what the too many moving parts in too many different directions. That's probably the truth of the matter is that yeah, there's just too yeah. many parts moving too many directions and they try to automate everything mm -hmm. to the point with algorithms. But the problem is that there's too many parts going in too many directions and the algorithm has unintended consequences. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like this article says here is that the brand safety crackdown has led to collateral damage. Yep. I think that's the best way to look at it. I think that's honestly what's really happening here. Probably. I can believe that. And it's 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 unfortunate. Of course, in any business, it's a good idea to, you know, um, not put all your eggs in one basket. You need to <laughs> diversify. Yep. Uh, the downside to this is that it's encouraging a lot of people to go to Patreon as just one avenue. If you do go to Patreon and you're able to sustain yourself on Patreon, then there's nothing that's stopping people from only putting their videos out on YouTube. Yeah. Sites like there's YouTube, there's YouTube, there's BitChute is a new one. There's VidMe, there's Minds.com. There's a handful of other video a lot sharing of people sites. I uh, watch have also been jumping ship and going to Twitch lately. Twitch is another big one for gamers yeah. specifically. Uh, th that's the problem though with the the way that YouTube is screwing itself. When they, when people are no longer, you know, beholden to all the ad money they get from YouTube because they're not getting any ad money anymore, they're gonna start uploading their to other sites that actually do give them, you know, f you know, monetization options. It's just it's and it, it's parasitic at that point in time. A lot of the reason why YouTube was able to get, you know, the kind of popularity as it did is that it was able to draw as much eyeballs in. Yep. Well, when those eyeballs start to go to 15 other different places, it's going to crumble apart even faster. And then even, you know, even the sites, you know, the, the people on YouTube that they haven't demonetized yet are then going to see the, you know, the results of that themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, it's unfortunate it's going on like it is, but I think there's very few people that are actually be not being affected by the, uh, the adpocalypse. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. have to see, keep an eye on it and see how it shakes out. Is there anything else you wanted to say about that or? Not really. Not really. You wanted to get to this? <laughs> oh, God. Alrighty then. This is a two-part story. Uh, the first part is unfortunate, and for that fact, the second part is also unfortunate. So uh, PewDiePie was streaming the other week, uh, earlier this week. Yep. I don't know how many people uh, heard about this one at all. I heard about it. But uh, he apparently used a racial slur during live streaming. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, where do who wants to jump in on this? Kaz is boinking me. I've, yeah, I've just left you so much dropping after. Honestly, I've not paid much attention to this one. I've heard bits and pieces about it, but I haven't looked into. I it just too saw the headline and that was it, and then heard that people were going ape shit on the game dev stuff. You know, well, I'm just talking about the first part itself, just PewDiePie itself. Any thoughts on PewDiePie? Uh, I don't follow the dude whatsoever. You would think at this point he'd be a little bit more careful about what he says, you know, when people are very clearly looking for an excuse to go after him. But... Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Other than that, I'm not sure there's too much I can say about it. Yeah. For myself, I would say it's fucking inexcusable. Mm. I there And Dark Eye can attest to this. There have been some times when I've gone off and, like, 
flipped the fuck out on uh-huh. a game video game. It's also the reason why I stopped playing Call of Duty online. Oh, God, yeah, that was a bad time. <laughs> Where I would be like a sailor ripping and tearing and getting pissed off. At three in the morning. Never once have I dropped the N-word during one of these rage fests. Yep. Never once Same have man. I yeah, felt the need. stupid. So for the fact that he can drop it while live streaming, as Dark Eyes said, when people are purposely looking for shit to get, you know, you know, to, to you know, devalue him, and then and then YouTube as a platform as a whole because he's the biggest creator on it. Yep. You'd think he would be careful, but no. Of course not. <laughs> it's beyond comprehension. Yep. He doesn't have a brain on him. Yeah, I only really heard about it because another creator that I follow was talking about it during one of his live streams. So. uh... And afterwards, I was just kind of like face plant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I heard this it. This is why I don't follow the dude because he annoys me so much. Yeah, I just I don't know. I really don't know anymore what his angle is. If it was a mistake, you know. Again, I've never once had that slip myself. No, never. You're not like you're not that sort of person, though. I don't you know. Dream of using certain words. Mm. Yeah, I just it's it's a really really weird and awkward situation and I'm just like I can't quite figure out what his angle is. Does he do it just to create buzz? But eh. I don't know. At this point in time that's like one of the few theories left is that he's got to say it just to get his name back in the headlines. Cuz there's no way that you just accidentally drop something like that when you know people are out to get you in the media. I don't know. That part of the situation is depressing and inexcusable. And like he apologized. I what? Whatever. I don't. Yeah, that was just lip service. Mm-hmm. Again, I I just don't know. It is inexcusable. Yeah, I don't really follow him, so I don't really either. I'll watch a video or two here and there from, him, but I'm not like some a lot of his update vlogs and what have you. He'll do. I'm like okay, but yeah. still, it's. I'm like, that's just weird. Mm-hmm. The whole weird situation all the way around. But then it continues. It always continues. Uh, I don't think he was even playing Firewatch when he was doing. I think he was playing Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. I don't when, know. When he actually did oh, this. Yeah, he was. It says it right here in the article. Okay, so it was Player Unknown's Battlegrounds is what it is. But apparently. And this is the part of the, the the whole situation where it gets it goes off the rails in the other direction. Since we've already rolled off the track on the right side, we need to jump back on the track so that we can flip off the track on the left side. Yep. Um, the Firewatch dev of Campo Santo, and I don't know the guy's name offhand uh, that's doing it from Campo Santo, but they're issuing they're trying to issue a uh, a DMCA takedown strike against him to have their game removed from him because someone needs to take him to task you know to, for to teach him the it was Sean Vatterman creator of Firewatch who promised via Twitter using the DMCA uh to file for any uh, videos of uh PewDiePie's videos featuring Firewatch to be taken down uh, since then, PewDiePie's playthrough of Firewatch has been since removed from his channel, although it's unclear if it's a revolt of uh, Vanaman's actions or if it was from, you know, PewDiePie himself. Again, it's just a very bizarre situation unto itself. Yeah. Just because he said a racial slur online, all of a sudden someone's going to use a DMCA takedown strike because they didn't like the fact that he said it or they didn't want to be associated with it. It's very bizarre because, of course, PewDiePie has no way, shape, or form any... Uh, public relation with Campo Santo. Mm. It's just, it's really weird. I don't understand the whole angle. 
Yeah, I think Solderic has put it really good here. Yeah, the 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 use of the DMCA is sketchy. It's just really weird how, and it's probably it's it's like I said, we've had this discussion before. It's both a good thing and a bad thing. No one's officially taken anyone to court over a YouTube, you know, content strike. So it's always remained a gray area when the YouTubers will scream fair use, and then the uh, the companies will scream, you know, copyright infringement. It's like, eh, but it, it, with the thing where the disconnect with me comes in the fact is he wasn't even playing Firewatch when this happened. Yeah, that is really weird. It was he was playing. Wait for it, a multiplayer game. Yeah. Remember how I said I stopped playing Call of Duty Online because it's the same thing. Yeah. The same scenario where you get screwed over with somebody and then he flips out. That's why I stopped playing multiplayer games. They're just not fun. Mm -hmm. There's too many variables going on. Plus, yep. the internet in our area, no matter how good our internet, our internet's solid, but yet when you play multiplayer, I'm, there's nothing but lag. And it's be it becomes insane to me when I'm trying to play a fast-paced Twitch game when I'm a sec like a half a second to a second and a half behind everyone else. <laughs> it kind of makes a difference. It, do it depends where the servers are for any multiplayer game. They're never near me, that's for sure. I mean, for God's sake, even when I'm playing things like Maple, if I'm on the American server, I can't even pick shit up. Yeah, if I'm on the Europe server, I'm fine. Yeah. It's just weird. The whole situation is just very bizarre. Like with, like I said, the disconnect between... He wasn't We're even playing not Firewatch. We're getting the whole story. There's that, too. Yeah. With how weird this is, we're pr really probably not getting the whole story. I don't know. It's just a really, really. It's very bizarre. Situation. It's like what was the last show we had was uh, Yotaro's you know email where he said freedom of speech is not uh, a say what you want and do what you want pass. Exactly. Like, I I agree with that. Of course it's not. There are always consequences to things you say. Uh, it's just the way. And here's a tweet from the Sean Vanneman about say he says freedom of speech is freedom of prosecution. Uh, his stream is not commentary. It is ad growth for his brand. Our game on his channel equals endorsement. What? That is some real stretched logic. That is. Yeah. I don't think this DMCA is going to go anywhere. I really don't. But at the same time, it's it's a concerning thing that they're trying to go forward with something like this. Yeah. I'm going to have to keep an eye on it. As far as PewDiePie himself goes, what? <laughs> I know. And as far as the DMCA goes... Fucking what? what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, it's like he definitely PewDiePie definitely screwed up. But at the same time, all of a sudden there's this aspect. It's not even connected. It's just like what? Out of everything else know. that's happened, all of a sudden now they're gonna try to do this this way. It's it very is bizarre. Really weird. It's very bizarre. Sounds like they're just trying to get rid of him at this point. Yeah, there's yeah. that too. <laughs> and again, it leads back to what Dark God just said. Don't you know that people are trying to, you know. Attack you at any way, shape, you know, at any way they can get into you and to, to you know, lessen your brand value and. Yep. <sighs> yeah. The Very saga weird. Continues. The saga the always saga of continues. continues. Mm, always <laughs> continues. And I never try to pronounce his last name because it's Kaijelberg. Something like that. Kaijelberg. Just call him know. Felix. Everyone knows who you're talking about. PewDiePie. PewDiePie Felix. Yeah. That's all we. Uh, I should say about that. Is there anything you two need to add, or is it just confusing to you two? It's just confusing. We should probably just yep. move on. Ah, uh, yes. Moving on. That's the news. That's all the news. The just big news of the week. One, the big news of the week was PewDiePie, and then Kaz is saying, "Drop something in." Hold on a second. Just Where's because this one's on? funny. Uh, Bethesda Creation Club. 
is uh do you do you two actually know about this one what they did no i don't no. you okay, can you so can talk about it then like a week or two ago they put this big patch in fallout 4 i'm looking at the facts i read the re- the uh, steam comments before i let it complete because it absolutely bot- botched every mod that was running from nexus they put their paid for mods back in and that is what the creation club is and basically uh someone said screw this and patched it out on nexus mods <laughs> nice yeah so i had to drop that one in that is pretty funny and there is one more that she forgot to send you Minecraft is now out on new Nintendo 3DS. I did send him that one, but yeah, I forgot to put it's, the note next to it. It's Minecraft. I mean, is there more that needs to be said about it? Billionaire well, it's out franchise. On new 3DS. It will not work on old 3DS, so don't even try it. Mm. I do actually like the setup for that they got for uh, the 3DS version. I was looking at pictures of it. It's like the game is on the top screen, but then you have the map and all of your items on the bottom screen. And that actually works out really, really nicely. Except, of course, until you want to play with mods and then you realize, oh, wait, I can't. Well, to be fair, it's based off the Pocket Edition, which is the same as the Windows 10 version and everything else like that. Again, I I still have... It's not the moddable one. I still have the same beta version that I bought all those years ago of Minecraft on my PC. Yep. And I fire it up here and there every one time, and it's like I got mods on it. Especially now since you can actually choose what version of the game you can oh, run. Oh, I love that. That is nice. I think I'm still on like 1.9 or something like that. 1. I have several different versions depending what mods I want to run. I think I'm on 1.7 as a matter of fact still. All the best mods are on that one. Haven't done it in a while though. Yeah, neither have I actually. Mm. But, but yeah, you... I might. I have a new 3DS XL, so I might actually pick that up for when I'm on holiday. Yep. But anyway, that's all the news we have. Yep. Not a whole lot much else going on. Should mm-hmm. we just... Anything else you need to say about news? Not really. Kaz? It will start picking up within a month, probably. I hope. I hope. Yeah. It should do. Well, it should have picked up for a while now, but it hasn't. This year's been slow. Very bizarre and slow. But, but uh, now there's all do? these new releases and shit coming out, the news really should start picking up for the holiday season. You would think. But uh, until then, we're going to have to head on off to the review. Yes. Okay, it is now time for the review. Yes. Uh-oh. Both <laughs> Dark God and myself have been playing a game, one might say profusely. Obsessively. Yeah, obsessively, I'll say. Uh, I believe I've officially purchased it about, has it been six weeks by now? It has to have been. I don't know. More than that, I think. Six to eight weeks. I think eight weeks is the most. Yeah. The absolute most. I think you've been playing it more than two months now. I think eight weeks is the most. I'm going to have to actually, I'd have to load up my Steam profile in order to, uh, and like I said, I would have to go through the code and all that nonsense, nonsense, Mm -hmm. nine yards nonsense in order to be able to do so, but... Uh, the last time that I looked at it, I had in eight weeks or so put a hundred, or it was I put three hundred and seventy-six hours into this game. <laughs> Mine's yeah, probably it's... not too far behind, to be fair. Yeah. So, uh, Factorio. Factorio. Remember when I first pre- we first previewed this? I I made this long-winded speech where both of y'all were like, "Where is this going?" And I compared like how meth it's not good for you, but you keep doing it anyway. Yeah. 
That was very correct. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so Factorio is a real-time strategy game slash resource management type game mm -hmm. uh, developed by Woob Software, and it has been in early access since 2014. Yep. It's actually one of those reasons that early access is a good thing, mm -hmm. and also Kickstarter as well. Yep. Uh, yeah. 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 A very, uh, very awesome game. PC only. Mm -hmm. uh, definitely is a single-player, multiplayer game. Can be. Uh, there's a story campaign to this as well that neither of us have played. No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been playing just free free roam mode yeah, or free mode. sandbox mode. Sandbox, whatever you want to call it. Whereas the idea of the game is that you've crash-landed on a planet, an alien planet, and in order to get home, you have to mine the resources and build products that will eventually build your way up to increasing complexity to be able to launch your own new built freshly built rocket into outer space in order to bring a satellite out to outer space to i would imagine to send a signal out to get the rescue yeah, party yeah. in it's not overly clear but that's our working theory <clears throat> you know the working happening. theory of it the idea is that you need to launch the when you launch a rocket into space with a satellite on it that's the key for winning the game that's winning the game yep and you know you've crash landed on the planet it uses uh, kind of Minecraft style esque of uh, you know r random uh, world generation when you first land and also then when you're exploring out in free mode it's uh, infinite can head out to very different you know you can go quite far you know it, it keeps growing the further out you get and uh, like I said it's top it's not really a top down but it's more like a three quarter perspective mm -hmm. top down three quarter perspective I don't know so if that's it's an official two and a half D it is three D but it's also what would you call that type of aspect? I don't know. There's definitely Are a lot of things that You're looking down at it at an angle. Yes. Yeah. That's two and a half day. I've never called it that. I've always called it the three-quarter perspective, where yeah. it's, you're not going top down, but you're not going at it from you're the side. You're sort of at a 45-degree angle looking yes. down. Yeah, that's the three-quarter. I always call it the three-quarter perspective. Yeah, that's yep. two and a half day pretty much. Same difference, whatever people want to call it. But, uh, yeah, it's a very addictive game. Oh yes, <laughs> very you much. You could go quite deep down the rabbit hole. We can, with we this can give one. you, we can tell you one hell of a tale of uh, bugs, of pipes, and of conveyor belts. Keep <laughs> it to the point, or you will be going on for the next three hours. <laughs> very easily, probably longer. And uh, there's a lot of reasons why I feel and that this game works. Uh, but the biggest reason is that. I guess you could say that there are ways to do stuff incorrectly. Obviously, if you if something requires iron plates and you give it copper, it's not going to do anything. It's just going to sit there and stare or at you. Or if you happen to give your sister a flamethrower. <laughs> yeah, there's that too. <laughs> I think Dark God does need to have a long sit-down chat with Smokey the Bear. No, I don't know what you're talking about. That was the correct way to handle that situation. <laughs> yeah. But anyway... um. So the, you know, there are, I guess you could say there are correct ways to do it, but there's no real wrong way to go about trying how to figure out how to solve the, you know, you need to create, uh, you know, this thing and it requires iron and stone and it's like you put it together and it makes it. There's a way you could do it so that it would uh, be not as efficient where you're waiting a whole lot longer for it to grind its way through the process, or you can. There's ways where you can figure out how to do it so that everything is in balance, mm -hmm. or you can do it so that it's making way too much and it's you know you're overkilling the whole operation and just wasting your own resources by having each system be overkill yeah so it's like you can finite tune and get what have you but the key where i think the game is successful and why it works the way it does 
is that you're not punished for doing it the wrong or inefficient way. If it's Which makes a change. If it's inefficient, it just takes longer. And if you figure out, like, you know what, I don't, this is not working. I want to try to rejigger this whole area and try to make it, this whole system to make it work better. Then it's like for, like, making belts and splitters and undergrounds. If you want to try to make a, a system that makes it better, more efficiently, and then you pull all those assembly machines up and belts and, and, and inserters back up off the ground if you place them there, there's no penalty where it's like, 10% of the items you put down, you just lose due to, you know, they broke as you put them, picked them up. Nope. No. Every item you put... Everything you put down, you can pick back up again it, and in the beginning put of the game, in a different spot. Yeah. In the beginning of the game, if you make, like, an inserter at the beginning of the game, you can pick up that thing up and put it down for the next 100 hours, and it doesn't matter. Exactly. So that's where I think the key to the success of this game is that it doesn't punish you for doing something inefficiently or wrong. It's just a matter of, uh, okay, that doesn't work, you... or it takes forever... Yeah, this game lets you design a system, realize the flaws in the system, and then redesign the system from the ground up using all the so same stuff. it's kind of teaching you in a way. It is, absolutely. kind of is, but it kind of isn't at the same time. It's very much, there's a lot of Minecraft parallels in this game, given the fact that it doesn't hold your hand. There is a lot of Minecraft hand. parallels in all of these sorts of games these days. Yeah. The key where I'm saying there's not a lot of parallels is think back to when you first started playing Minecraft. Back when it first caught fire, before Microsoft bought it and all this, Nine Yards. With Minecraft, everyone kept going to the internet because you didn't know what what you could be combined with what to craft what things. It's like people were just experimenting to figure out yeah, what you could make with what. there was a forum community there, back there. There was a whole community that built up around how do you do what and how do you get where and how do you make this other thing and what have you. Same thing with Factorio. It doesn't hold your hand, but it doesn't tell you what to do. It just says that your task is to launch a rocket in, uh, with a satellite into outer space. And it's like from there, it's just... Yep. You, you hit the T button. It's like you, you can look through the research trees, and it's like you get ever more complex systems where sometimes you're like, oh, okay, let's just start try to mine some iron ore to make iron to smelt iron plates. And then, okay, let's take those iron plates and make... Uh, iron gears and it's like from there you can take the iron plates and iron gears and make a, a yellow conveyor belt uh and it's like from you know, it's like different things to make other things it's like oh well in order to research this one thing you got to make uh red science and green science in order to combine those labs utilize those to their, their official names is like science pack one and science pack yeah, two yeah, and so yeah. everyone just calls them red science green science blue science purple and yellow and, and in gray, gray gray and there's also white as well white as well white's at the very end of the game though that is the end you get a every time you launch a uh satellite into space you get a thousand white science yep uh but oh, yeah i mean it's a satellite every time you launch a rocket no no space. no you need the satellite in there in order Do to you? get the, yeah because we've launched mervs before up there. oh that is true okay so yeah every time we launch a satellite no. and the merv is a mod by the way the yeah. mirv is a mod uh, that I you can drop that one. <laughs> nuclear bombs from outer space yep I really hope you have not let her loose with that one. Oh, yeah, I have. I'm safer with it. He's the one who damn near blew up our base like three times with it. Definitely you want to keep your finger off the mouse button when you have the trigger in your hand. Uh, like, he'll zoom in on the base, try to, like, move Click and drag the on the map in order to move, and I'll have the trigger on my clee, and it's like, oh, don't click. <laughs> that would have been bad. Because I have been killed by an atomic bomb before when I launched the atomic oh, bomb yeah. from a rocket launcher. There were some biters there that slowed me down and just... I had I had Mark II power armor. Didn't make a damn bit of difference. This 
wall of fire hit me and just dead instantly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was like, whoo, that's effective. <laughs> Those are effective. It's very dangerous to be do to be launching them from a shoulder mounted rocket launcher. <laughs> yeah, that's why we like the Merv because the Merv you can do it from your base out from the map out you know, from outer space. So you can mm -hmm. just use your map to be able to drop nukes from space. It helps clear biters in a quick hurry. But yeah, with this game, it's like you'll be making ever more com complicated things, but then in order to research for more things, you need science packs. Red science is iron gear wheels and copper plates to make red science. Green science in the vanilla game, mind you, is this is all vanilla game stuff. We haven't talked about mods yet, which that's a whole nother rabbit hole. <laughs> Green science is what? It's yellow conveyor belts and something else. Ye uh, 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 yellow inserters. Yes, that's the one. May give you the green science packs, and, and it's then like blue is something like is it miners engines and one other thing I forget what. I'm blanking on what it is for blue science. I know. Is I it red it's circuits? It's red circuits. Yes, that's it. It's red circuits, uh, miners and regular. And, and engines, by miners, she's talking about electric mining drills. Electric mining drills. I believe that's what blue is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is too. That sounds about right. Yeah. And I think purple science involves the electric furnaces. And yeah, it is electric furnaces. Does that the one that requires batteries or no? I can't. No, I can't that's remember. yellow that requires batteries. I yeah. think. Again, I think yellow is like processing units, batteries, and something else. I forget what. Yeah, speed modules. Speed modules. Yes, that's speed the one. modules. Yeah. yeah. So again, it's like every single time in order to get the next science pack, there's more and more complicated items you have to be making, mm -hmm. and it's like by the end of the game, you've got so much going on. It's like there's like if you watch the trailer to the game on steam that factory is like a rat's nest going in every which spider web factory <laughs> that goes in every which direction there's trains cutting through everywhere it's just it's a mess but yet you can make those type of factories or you can try to streamline it with a main bus style factory which is what we've gotten into doing yeah which we learned from uh, our good friend Catherine of sky not just Catherine of sky i also got it from like there's several high-end uh Factorial players that use it as yeah. well. There's uh, Catherine's awesome. Avid uses it. Exterminator uses it. There's a lot of people that use the mm -hmm. main bus style, and yep. it's. I've said this before, but it's all about throughput. It's you know the yellow belt you can get 13.3 items a second. The reds or red belt is 26.6 items a second, and the blue belts are uh, 40 items a second. But another way to increase your throughput is to have more belts carrying the same amount of material. Mm -hmm. So it's like with our main bus right now for our super factory that we got going. At, well, ours is a mod right now, but the one for like a vanilla mod for a vanilla game, uh, a main bus would consist of eight lanes of iron, four of coppers, probably four lanes of green circuits, green circuits two lanes of circuits. two lanes of reds, one lane of blue batteries, the lane of batteries, one lane of blue circuits, which are the processing put units. Stone on there as well. One lane of stone, one lane of stone bricks. Then there plastic. is two lanes of plastic. Two lanes of steel, and then there is a couple other things that we're forgetting. Yeah. It's very wide. Extraordinarily wide, but it works well, though. Yeah, because that much throughput, when you pull off of it, you can then just do a, a fancy combinator. You know, it's, it's like a balancers on the lines. But in order to fill all those lines of, you know, to get all that material smelted on the lines just so that you can take those raw intermediate products and pull them off, you have to have a lot of smelting going in. <laughs> And it's just really the, the ability to figure out how many uh, furnaces do you need to feed a line in order to do that. And actually, after figuring it out, it's 48 stone furnaces uh, will smelt up with 24. 
four on either side, that fills a yellow belt. Yep. And then the 48 of the steel furnaces do a red belt. And then 48 of the electrics unmoduled un, uh, will do a blue belt. Uh, moduled, you could do 36. And then moduled and beaconed, you can do 24 of the electric furnaces. Everybody's still following? It's very complicated. <laughs> it's Pandora's box. What I, but what I would recommend to everybody is watch the two videos of the game on its Steam page. And then there's a free demo to play of it on the Steam page as well. Yep. It's a timed thing throughout couple the first three or so stages of the campaign mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, play that, watch the video, and then realize what we're talking about with how much of a Pandora's box of complexity it is. It it goes from early on when you're just first crasher, you got to run over to your first ore patch and just cha-chinka, cha-chinka, cha-chinka with, yeah. your, with your axe at the ore it goes from that to I need to get my batteries down onto the main bus and then over 400 tiles so that I can make uh, laser turrets so that I can defend the western front from these uh, biters that are coming in. Which, by the way, we haven't even talked about the uh, it, the whole time. Uh, the biters, biters, spitters, and worms. Are yes, enemies the, the, an- the 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 this alien planet has uh, wildlife that all the factory that you do when you're smelting, whether you're making stuff, everything produces pollution which attracts the biters, you know, attracts these aliens in, and they attack your stuff. And sometimes, depending on the settings you had going into the world, there could be a lot of biters. There could be not that many. There could be none. You can even set them to off. Mm-hmm. Which that kind of, to me, would be kind of boring. It would, yeah. So I do like to have them on. Uh, and then there's whole different, like, the military science packs or the gray science packs. Is the, and you can research to have more gun damage or faster shooting speed. And then a tank. You can have power armor. It's like there's so much to do in this game and it's an early access game (laughs) yeah this game is still being worked on they have uh, updates every friday which are pretty good about that they are very good about that it's the same way that uh, it's a good thing though i'd rather something be an early access and good than Mm -hmm. rushed out and absolutely shit exactly yeah, it's the uh, it's the Friday updates is the same thing that Compulsion Games does. Like every Friday, without fail, there's going to be a post written about you know what the team is doing, who's doing what, what are some new art assets they've made, you know, what are they uh, trying to optimize, like you know what's going on on the programming side. Like they're very thorough about showing everything that they're doing every single week, and it's awesome. <laughs> Val says it sounds like a good Minecraft tech mod pack. <laughs> That's the one way to think of it. Yeah. It's its own monster to be sure of. And there's things about this game that are like when you keep when you hear people talk about it and you're like, what are they talking about? I don't hear it. There's no tutorial about it. So it's one of like a good comparison to Minecraft. It's like how many times have you seen someone well, I do think s- the campaign could qualify as a tutorial? Yeah. There's no uh, tutorial for the sandbox mode. Yeah. But the actual campaign itself teaches you a lot about how the world works. I would imagine it probably does, but nobody's ever done that before. I know we haven't. Some people probably have. Uh, a I lot played of, a couple levels, not the full thing, but the first few levels definitely do teach you a lot. I might want to try that, at least try yeah, to see what yeah. it plays out as. It probably works your way through with, you know, and, and mm-hmm. it's very, you know, well, uh, like guided. One of the first uh, levels that you go through <coughs> is like, oh, you come across this uh, abandoned factory, and it's like, oh, there are 
there's like a belt and then there's like two inserters and like a an assembly machine you're like okay what can you do with the resources that have been left laying around and you have to kind of like rearrange everything to make it work to make some stuff that you need to progress yeah sort of thing and it's like it takes you through a lot of the basics of you know how things work and mm, stuff definitely and it's like with with us when we were playing it's like a lot of people were talking about uh, blueprints and then what have you. And I'm thinking, well, how do you do blueprints? And like, I was looking through the tech tree for science, oh, yeah. like something you gotta uh, research in order to be able to do. And it's like, and then I kept looking over forums on the internet, and finally someone had a comment on some forum where this guy was like, I don't get where this is. I've been looking at my tech tree for hours. There's no one there. And somebody responded to him and said, press B <laughs> on your keyboard. And it was like, uh, what? Yeah. And apparently, oh, there it was there the whole time. I want to know how many features of this game that we haven't used yet because we don't even know they exist. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, uh, Catherine of Sky is what Dark Eye just said. She has a series right now that is uh, entry level to mega base. Yep. She's building from entry level to mega base as a tutorial type series for new newcomers. And she said something when she was planning trains out that I was like, she said and it did it and i was like what i had no idea apparently when you when you have the tracks in your hand and you hover over the uh mouse over the track itself you hit a green arrow and then that's how you get your curves and what have you and mm -hmm. you know that part yeah, right yeah, yeah. very good apparently if you hold a shift while clicking on that green arrow you then enter in in a further managed uh ability to make the track even longer and then you can string it out and do crazy string of track all over the place <laughs> i was like uh I had no idea you could do that. Oh, yeah. Catherine is very knowledgeable about this game. Like, mm. She is definitely an expert at it. Oh, yeah. A lot of our uh, designs and thought processes have followed from her designs because they work. They work very well. <laughs> Pretty good. Though, I'll be fair, though, there's certain things that she doesn't do all that well was her train loading and unloading stations are not all that good. Mm-hmm. And she, even her herself, have said that she hasn't avail had, had those blueprint strings available for people to download and use because she's not happy with them herself. So she could see that they're not quite working as well as they could. And I think, I think the train loading is one of the ones that she needs to really improve. The one that the design that I got from Exterminator works very good. The ones that you've seen mm -hmm. me use, yep, yep. those work great. But yeah, the, like I said, there's no, there obviously can be wrong ways if you bring. Uh, iron ore to a place where you need copper ore, uh, obviously that's not going to work, but it's it's a matter of efficiency and how well things work. Mm -hmm. And like what I say, when you have your main bus, you need eight lanes of iron. A lot of people try to only do like two or two lanes of iron with by from just one smelting station, and they wonder why it always bleeds out dry and doesn't can't keep up with anything. Well, eight lanes of fully compressed iron can keep up with a lot of you know things you can need, ever need it for yeah and a lot of this is that eventually that when you do get to make the rocket ship as we've done we've actually launched mm -hmm. rockets before uh to be able to consistently launch a rocket a minute you need a lot of throughput in order to be able to create that much complicated things oh, to be yeah. able to do so make sure to focus a lot on green circuits because oh oh wow oh it's bad oh wow green circuits always get slammed green circuits live a rough life they are needed for almost everything later on and yeah the green circuits are like <laughs> basic circuits advanced circuits are the reds and then processing units are the blues and then uh, red circuits require green circuits and plastics and copper i think yeah and then the blue circuits require uh Green circuits. Red, green circuits, a lot of green circuits, red circuits, red and, circuits sulfuric and sulfuric acid. Sulfuric acid, yeah. It's like, it's like 20 sulfuric acid or 40 or something like that, and then two reds and 20 greens, 
for yeah, just one greens, blue circuit. The greens have a rough go of it in Factorio. Oh, <laughs> oh, it will drain your system. And here's the thing. I actually just now, from, from Catherine's entry level to Megabase, how you are able to at least have a chance of having your green circuit survive is that they have their own smelting stations for the copper and iron that go into making them. So in order for, for her design, and I just saw uh, from Catherine's Discord, Dark Eye showed me a picture of someone else's green circuit layout that was completely oh, yeah, that different was, from uh, this. That was Anna's design, yeah. It looked really slick, too. It was mm -hmm. pretty tricked out. But the one that Catherine does is got six lanes of copper and four lanes of iron. So you have four smelting stations of iron and six smelting stations of uh, copper just feeding your green circuits alone. Mm -hmm. Not including the eight smelting stations of iron you need to be able to fill the eight belts of, you know, the eight wide bus of iron going on. And then the extra... 10 or 12 however many for to feed the f two lanes of steel that you got going because you need to smell iron pl iron ore to iron plates and then iron plates to steel in order to get steel and you need like 10 stations of that in order to get two fully compressed lanes of steel and it's just like it's a pandora's box of a video game it actually is yeah it's like really it's really it's simple to get started you can kind of get the idea but it it spider webs very quickly mm-hmm I don't know. Uh, their mod support is great for the game right now. Oh, yeah, mod support is amazing for this game. Right now, there's a mod that turns all the biters into cats. <laughs> I need to show Catherine that later. I know. It's, like, really funny. I haven't seen it in motion, but it's got to be hilarious. It's got to be so funny. <laughs> Never before have you ever wanted to be rushed by biters and, and, and eaten by them. Yep. <laughs> That would actually be a terrible mod because then you wouldn't be able to defend yourself against the biters. You really want to set up turrets and shoot the cats? I know. That would be terrible. That's terrible. But funny at the but same funny time. funny too, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, so the mod support's there. Right now we're playing through a version, uh, a, a mod called Anani Mods. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which is very similar to Bob's Mods, which Bob's Mods adds unbelievable amounts of complexity to everything even more so than the standard game yep. the standard game to us right now probably seems quite tame <laughs> yeah anani mods is a lot simpler than bobs in a lot of ways but in other ways it is just, just as, as hard. yeah like the electronics oh, oh it's bad oh it's bad <laughs> it's really bad and instead of just being green circuits is a matter of uh smelting copper to copper plates and then turning the copper plates into copper coils and then combining that with the iron in order in order to get a green circuit now it's like basic circuit board is like you got to get a like you combine tin and an iron in order to make a metal board and then you got to put like lead and and aluminum together to make a transistor and then you got to combine copper to get a copper coil inductor coil together and then you got to combine these together to make uh, a capacitor and then you got to combine three capacitors and a diode and other things to make a a basic circuit board it's like oh no <laughs> oh no yeah it's, oh no uh, it's legit <laughs> like yo the base game has got nothing on anani mods or and then the sad part is that bob's mods is even harder Yep. there's several different mod packs like this i know there's there's Xander's mod is another one that's super comprehensive. Angels, Angels is, another, is one. another one that's super comprehensive. Angels is even more of a pain in the ass because that's heavy on the petrochemical side. Yeah. Which that's where I really get confused and lost. <laughs> uh, so far, Anani mods hasn't been nearly as bad as Bob's mods and Angels about the petrochemical side. They still have a lot going on there, but it's nowhere near as bad as what I've seen. 
Uh, and then there's a couple other mods out there. There's uh, Dark Star Industries or something like that. I've seen just pop up. It's a recent mod that looks interesting. I might check that one out. I don't know. But again, it's such a complicated game, still in early access, that oh, is yeah. supported extremely well. Yep. Just, it's so good. And it's plus, it's, it's very addictive. I don't know if anyone can figure this one out yet or not. <laughs> Yeah, right now we're on version like point fifteen point three four or something like that. I think that. that's it, yeah. And uh, then there's going to be point sixteen that's coming out hopefully pretty soon. And then I believe that is the last one that's going to be released before the final version one point release. Or the official. Or the official release. Release. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely uh, it's definitely a journey, especially if you look back on like some of the stuff that was in earlier versions of the game. Yeah. This game has come a very, very long very way. Very long way, yeah. When we first started our first game, we were on point fourteen point something or other. I forget what it was exactly, yeah. but we're on point fourteen and there was only red, green and blue science. Yep. <clears throat> that was it. And it was mm -hmm. like you can get to the rocket launch fair within like ten hours or so or something like that. And then we realized it was like 0.15. I was like, what? And I checked my Steam settings, and it's like, oh, yeah, update. You're on 0.5. I'm like, how do you? And it's like, oh, update to my the update to like the beta version or something like that. It's like, oh, then it starts downloading a whole nother. Yeah, it's the, uh, it's the experimental version. Experimental version. It. And it's like, it goes straight to 0.5. I'm like, oh, okay. And I went to Dark, and I'm like, did it? And she's like, really? And it and downloads it. And it's like, all of a sudden, we come in, and it's like, uh oh. <laughs> what have we done? It's like, we've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> Yeah, this uh, the coding behind this game is phenomenal. Like it is so well programmed, and uh, I love the art in this game too. It was one thing we touched on a little bit in our first look, but every sprite in this game is fully animated, and some of the animations are like I don't even want to know how long it took to get it to look that good and that fluid. So, and it's so small as well. Like sometimes I have to zoom really far into the. Uh, to the sprite itself in order to really see the intricate animations that are involved in it. And that's it another thing is so that good. you can zoom in way, way far in, and then you can zoom way, way, way far out. Yep. And you can play the game however, whatever zoom level you like to. Mm -hmm. I always go in between. I'm always zooming in and out. Yeah, I'm always changing it depending on the situation. But, uh, yeah, it works really, really good. And the uh, like I said, the programming behind it is absolutely phenomenal. Like we play multiplayer on LAN, and it's like he'll start up a game, and then it'll immediately pop up on mine, and it'll just work. Yeah. Like no fuss or anything, it just works, and it's like, oh my god, oh yeah, that's no. And I was well. just gonna say, Dark God here has actually done stuff over the internet multiplayer. I have done the internet multiplayer that works really smooth as well. Which is on in YouTube, as a matter yeah, of fact. That wasn't what I was gonna say though. Oh really? Another thing that this game does that I've never seen in any other game that I absolutely love is that you can pause multiplayer. Gasp. I know, it's so good. It pauses and, the uh, game for everybody. It pauses the game for everybody. And uh, one thing I found out from playing online with uh, KOS's Discord server is that uh, if someone's trying to join a game and it's really busy, if you pause the game, it actually allows them to jump in and catch up faster than they otherwise would have. So uh, that's what people do a lot of time as like a courtesy. If they see someone trying to join, they'll actually pause the game for everybody, wait for the person to jump in, and then unpause it and carry on. Mm. So, and uh, speaking of which, to see that sort of courtesy on an online game. Oh, Catherine's community is amazing. It is so everybody is so nice there. Everyone is super nice. Everyone is super courteous. It's just a really, really lovely community that she's uh, grown. 
and it works very well. Yeah. Uh, you were up amongst the people doing the her one year anniversary. Yeah, the one year anniversary no spoon run. That's the reason I joined the Discord was to do that event with them. If I and, was, uh, if I didn't have to work that Saturday, I would have done it myself as well. Yep, yeah, and uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was really, really good. We had a couple of times where the server kind of got overloaded, but <laughs> once we kind of worked through that, then. Uh, what they actually ended up having to do was that they started letting people in like five at a time and just uh, like slowly increase the amount of people that were involved in it or for the server to not have a syntax error. Yeah. But, but yeah, uh, if uh, it worked out really well, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And like I said, the Catherine of Sky uh, one year anniversary is like five parts over yep. several hours. Mm -hmm. It's several hours to in total. Oh my God. I, I encourage everyone to watch the uh, the video of that series titled race <laughs> it's like a two-minute clip from it's within like a two the clip from four the end hour of the event oh my god it was so freaking funny i still crack up every single time i watched it and i was there when it happened yeah it was so freaking funny oh my god it's one of those random events that you couldn't have planned or done again if you tried mm. the uh you were on the power team i believe yes i was on team blue uh team power where we were setting up uh, steam engines for everyone else. And apparently y'all rocked it out. Oh, yeah. Blue Team was great. We uh, we actually were one of the first teams to finish all of our tasks. And then everyone was free to join other teams at that point because we had already completely, you know, completed what, everything we had yeah, to do. Yeah, you missed the train. So then you were like, oh, whatever. I'll walk up to the main factory. And then you eventually you were just replacing line on the main bus. Yeah, yeah. That's what I ended up doing near the end of it because everything else was pretty much already done at that point. Uh, God. So good. Definitely check out uh, Catherine's videos if you're interested in seeing what this game is actually like. That's really another about. good thing you can do as well. Pass uh, the visiting the Steam page with the free demo yeah. and the uh, uh, the two videos they got on there. Is go on to uh, either Catherine or Sky's video, and there's a couple other people that do mm -hmm. factorial videos. Yeah, she's got a lot of tutorials, and she has an amazing voice. <laughs> yes, good times. That was the thing. It's like I, I watched her. Uh, video explaining uh the oil fields it's like when we first got into oil when we first did my first our first games it's like we didn't get oil for the longest time we far past the point of when we should have been doing it already because mm -hmm. it's like with fluids if you cross two lines of fluid the pipes next to each other they combine and then once you mix fluids and all of a sudden you have to take the you know you have to pair up all the pipes that have the contamination in them mm -hmm. and pull them all the way back down again yep. losing the product that you made in there so it's like with Crude oil, you gotta when you process those in an oil refinery, you get heavy oil, light oil, and petroleum, and it's like you need petroleum to make uh, the uh, Plastic. plastics and amongst a amongst a lot of other things. Light oil can be made to use fuel blocks, but you can also do petroleum as well. Heavy oil is used to make lubricants, in which that lubricants are used to make uh, blue belts and electric, electric engines, engines and a few other things here yeah. and there. So it's like. It's very important, but it's like since I've watched the video, I've done it a few times. I can now slap down that oil field without having to, you know, go mm -hmm. back and forth between the pictures yeah, that I, yeah. I took. Because that's the thing. I watched your video and I like screenshotted a couple of things just so I could try to match it as closely as possible. Now I can just I've slapped it down like three or four times. I can just slap it down without having actually having to think about it. So mm -hmm. it's like when you're first trying to figure this stuff out, it's very complicated, but it's not as bad as once you've done it a few times. Yeah. It works. I like the game so far. Mm -hmm. It's extremely good. It is really, really good. Anything else you need to say about it? Oh, there's probably a lot more I can I say about yeah. it. I think you need to get to an actual rating. Because <laughs> you are rambling like bosses. 
Yep. Yeah. The uh, again, like we said, there's so much to do. You can when you first go into your first game. The biggest thing that I'll say is that you can turn the biters down if you want to. But the biggest thing I would recommend for default settings when you first start your own free play world is to remove the ability for spawners to uh, rebuild themselves. Yeah, that and I would also recommend increasing the amount of iron there is in your world. Yeah, because iron, iron is weird. It's like we always end I up with it, a lot of copper, but the iron is always like few and far between. Yeah, I think it. I think it has a lot to do with point fifteen. There's a lot of quirks. Obviously, being in early access, that's to be expected. The quirks with uh, terrain generation with point fifteen is that uh, iron seems to be far less than copper. Uh, and more spread out so increasing the size and density of it helps but then another quirk is with point 15 is that you'll find that two ore patches will be like on top of next to each other and like they'll be like iron into a, a copper seam or something like that, that. is it's really like, annoying when that happens you got to do this weird filter system or you either one of things you either slap down miners over them and then have to filter it after the fact or you can just set your miners up in an not geometrically easy shape and to just barely squeeze past the, the borderlines where the mining drills will pick up both types. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's always very complicated. Always. Very much so. Uh, buy it now. Buy it now. Absolutely. Definitely. Like, $20, $20 right now, by the way. Game, and we've gotten so much playtime. Like, I'm over I 400 hours at this point. I have, have gotten imagine. more playtime out of this game than I have with most $60 games that I've bought in the past. Yeah. Like, that should tell you something. And it hasn't really even gotten stale yet so no, much. No, no, it hasn't. I still love it. Like, right now, I think we're in a bit of a, a stalled pattern. We're kind of spinning our wheels with Anani mods, but that's only because... There's a lot we need to do. There's a lot we need to do, and we're not really sure what we should be doing first. Right now, because our world is a – during the settings when I made it up, I made it into a rail world. Which, which that was a mistake. <laughs> not really. I like rail worlds, but for for Anani mods maybe because That's what I made it encourages, that was a mistake. <laughs> it encourages the uses of, usage of trains, but the problem is, is like we need to make an, like, an electronic arithmetic circuit in order to make a locomotive – and amongst other parts to steel and iron and like car, car parts, parts and yeah. stuff like it for Anani mods. It's like the electronic arithmetic circuit is the one where you got to do the metal board with tin and iron and then transistors and this and that. And it's like, well, we don't have black phosphorus. We don't have aluminum. We don't have this, that, and the other thing. It's like, uh, so we're kind of spinning our wheels <laughs> right now with that. Yep. But the vanilla game itself is very well done. It is, absolutely. The mods depend entirely on how well the mod itself is done. It's just like farming similar in that way. The, I haven't really so much seen a bad mod. Mm -hmm. As long as the mod is well programmed, it will just work. Yeah, and in. before, if you hit the mod tab on the main page, it'll actually show you what if there's any con if there's any major conflicts when the game is launching it'll actually say oh no this that and the other thing don't jive together yeah it's like disable one or the other or all and it's like and it works when you go into the mod page if there's something wrong or missing or, or mixed mm -hmm. it'll actually be red and thus disabled in the list so it, it actually polices itself very closely yeah and for joining a uh, multiplayer game if you don't have the mods that are used in the multiplayer map then it'll tell you exactly what mods you need and it'll actually list out everything. It's like, okay, you need this one, this one, and this one before you can join in with this particular server. So it is really good about uh, just, like, letting you know. It's like, okay, you know, you, this map uses these specific mods. You need to have these ones on. Go and get them. These are what they're called. 
mm. sort of situations. Yeah, it, it's very well done. Yeah, we it like is this extremely game. well done. And I do believe that is all we should say about that, because if we don't cut it off, we will keep on going. <laughs> yeah, if you don't cut it off, I'll spifflicate, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Love you too, Kaz. Yep. Final thoughts? Final thoughts. All right, final thoughts. Who's got what? Uh, I think we've all got a little bit of weak sauce going on right now. Yeah, we do. we yeah. got a very busy day tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, what's going on? we got to load up the dumpster before the freaking people come. To- I called today, and I'm like, can you come at the end of the day Friday to, you know, pick up the dumpster? She's like, oh, right, well, I'll put it in the work order, but there's no promises to when we'll show up. So it's like, <laughs> they could be here at 9 a.m. in the morning, for all we know. Yeah. Like, these are the same people who said that they were going to drop off the dumpster at noon and came at 9 in the morning. So, so yeah, hopefully, if the guy comes too early, I'm just going to be like, uh, we said end of the day. Yeah. But then again, if I send the guy away, they're probably going to be like, well, you're going to have to schedule it again. And That's exactly what I was going to charge you. But then it's like. That's exactly what they're going to say. I can already see that. <laughs> well, I said end of the day. Yep. So that's a whole X factor that's going to be interesting to see how it plays itself out because I don't know. We've been putting electronics and appliances in the dumpster, and if I suddenly hear them come out, oh, why'd you do that? I'd be like, because you said so. If they try to charge me, that's when I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> but the funny thing is I'm not going to say the N-word when I'm upset. I know. That's not how it works. <laughs> Seriously. I know. God, PewDiePie, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I... Uh, don't believe there's much else. Ooh, I've uh, loaded up two batches of uh, rounds, and I've yet to blow myself up. Yay. Yeah, please don't do that. It's a good start, <laughs> say, you know. And I don't believe there's much else going on. Uh, anime. The This season is kind of falling flat on its face. There's a couple that I'm interested in, but I really, eh, not enough to really go. New game. New, new game, game definitely I've been waiting with, for. New Game Plus. New Game Plus. Yeah, just just call, it, call it New Game Plus. That was a missed opportunity that I'm going to correct. <laughs> new Game! Okay. No, um, new Game Plus. <laughs> and the other two that I would really like to watch. Oh, wait, that's right. I can't because Amazon licensed them. Yep. Uh, which would be, uh, is it Amazon or is it something else? That, I'm not sure. I've, Off the top of my head, I think it was Amazon, but I'm not I sure for Princess was, yeah. Principal. Uh, Amazon does have uh, the other one, which is Made in Abyss. Yeah, I've been told that one is really good. That's a, a Made in Abyss is apparently another one of those Saturday morning happy fun times, not really wink wink kind of shows. <laughs> They're the kind that I really like, kinda like, like Madoka, Madoka. Yep. or uh, Higarashi. Oh, Higarashi is another good one for that. So yeah, but yeah, everything starts off all nice and cute. It doesn't stay that way though. <laughs> It's like it's really it's a real juxtaposition when you got the happy art style and everything's colorful and bouncy and happy and then it just gets really dark. Yep. <laughs> or uh, uh, School Live is another School one. School Live is an, was a really good one for that. The first episode of School Live is like one of the most brilliantly done episodes of anime ever, in my opinion. <laughs> I don't know about that. I think a lot of people will fight you on that one, but uh, it's very well set up. It was the setup. The carpet was so is golden. primed to be ripped out. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The setup was so golden. Oh, on that if you piece. want a perfect reset of that, it's I forget the guy's name on YouTube, but there's a guy who did a reaction of it on YouTube. Oh was, god, uh, that was great. Desert yeah. reviews Desert is reviews, the guy's name the one, on yep. YouTube. Watch Desert Reviews' reaction of episode one of, and he's only done the first episode of of uh, of School Live anyway. So it's like I don't know why he didn't. He was so into it, but then he never continued with it. Yeah. Well, yeah, watch the first episode and fast forward to like the first twenty minutes of the, of the series of the sh- first episode. Like jerks you around with this, 
you know, cute girls doing cute things in a school and why do they have a dog and what the hell? And it's like it's all it seems like it's wasting your time. It's going nowhere. And, and then, then in the last four minutes. Oh, oh, it's great. His reaction <laughs> is amazing. It's so good. When I first saw that video, I was laughing hysterically because his it just you see the air just exit out of him and just. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> uh, so good but yeah, yeah I would like to watch Princess Principal and Maiden Abyss but I can't because Amazon and also Netflix are uh, deciding that they want to tear up the anime industry apparently yep. uh, Netflix apparently has next season's uh, what the hell is it called Violet Evergarden so I'll be able to watch that in five to six months if I ever remember that they had it in the first place <laughs> Uh, yeah, other than New Game, I don't think there's anything else that I've really, but, like, there's a few here and there that I'm like, eh, but it's like... I want more Tanya. Tanya would be great, but then again, I don't know, with the sensitive nature of our, of 2017, do you really think the lowly Nazi is coming back? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) One can hope, because I would definitely watch more of that. Well, I mean, she came out in, uh, early 2017, so... Yeah. You never know. We'll see. Yeah. Japan it'll will make next it. next year minimum. Yeah. It'll be a while before you see more of Tanya. Uh, if Tanya it comes back, so which I hope good. it does, honestly. It's like, and it's just a fun thing, too. It's like you said, oh, it's the sense of nature 2017. They would probably bring back Tanya just because that is the sort of thing she would do. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't care. I she know. will just tear everything I up. Will, I would like it to come back. It was great. It's, we'll see if it happens. Yeah. You never know. I don't believe there's much else. Do you, can you think of anything? Uh, not really. I am saucing like a boss. Mm. Oh, and speaking of anime, thankfully Crunchyroll's got the rights to uh, Kino's Journey second season coming in fall. No, they that. don't. Remember, it was Hulu that had that. Was Hulu? No, no. Hulu has first season. Oh, okay. Crunchyroll has the okay. uh, the okay, new okay. and upcoming version of uh, the, the, the the the. I guess you call it second season, or I don't know if it's a new one. Kino's Journey is amazing. Okay. Hulu has the first season, which why Crunchyroll didn't get the streaming rights to that is beyond me. But I don't know. First season, I've seen the first season. I saw uh, uh, DVDs. I got the DVDs through Netflix. Who knows if they still have them or not? Mm-hmm. But uh, Kino's Journey is amazing, and it's coming back. And it's really good. <laughs> but I don't believe there's much else. Uh, can you think of anything? Not really. Not really. Uh, as for me, I have no idea when I'm getting to any other video game other than Factorio. Because <laughs> due to all the overtime I've been working, it's like I can't seem to just get in, get burnt out with the game because I can't just sit yeah, down yeah. and play it for as many hours as I have in it. You'd think it would be possible, but no such luck. I have yeah, no idea when the so next game is. so weird because it's one of those games where it's like, You'll sit down and say, like, oh, I'll play a little bit of this and then go to bed. And then realize that it's seven hours later. Yeah. And it's like time just stops moving when... Uh, oh, no, it moves. It's like it your does time move. perception stops when you're playing this game. And all of a sudden you suddenly wake back up and it's seven or eight hours later. And it's, it's that like moment where all of a sudden you realize, like, wow, my butt's sore. Why have I... Oh, it's seven hours later. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep, it's one of those kinds of games. Yeah, because you're like, all, and that's like I said, we've said this before in other things, like with Factorio, you'll be like, I want to do A, B, and C, and then A requires D, E, and F, and then B requires X, Y, and Z, and it's like, just on down the list you go. <laughs> yeah. And then when you're on your way to do for, to do Project A, you need to do, to, you need to first do Project D, you're on your way to do D, and you're like, wait, why is this not working? And then you just, <sighs> spider webs from there. I don't believe there's much else we can say about that. Do you have any final thoughts? Not really. Kaz. 
Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) And I believe that is all we have for this week. And until next time, don't choke the chocobo. Bye. Daylight, sir. Bye now.